How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Okay, before we get started, have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now? Starting your own podcast? Has anyone ever told you that it's complicated and you need a sound engineer, a studio, and all this major equipment to do so? Well, you don't need that. All you need is the Anchor app. It's free. They will pair you with sponsors that they find for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. Welcome to the Tea for the Queen podcast, the podcast where we try to keep our sanity in an era of staying woke. We explore current events and issues through the lens of feminism, progressive thought, discussion, peace, and love. My name is Tiara Burns. I am your host, and this is your episode. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I love being outside. I love the plants. I love um, the trees. I love the grass. I love the water. I love the wind. I love the air. I'm basically an avatar. Um, I'm not the next airbender, but I'm probably the next earthbender. That's the next person in the, in, in the cycle. But before I nerd out with you, I love being outside. And before I came to the UK, I was always trying to get outside, trying to get outdoors. And during the period of time I was not outside, I did not go hiking. I really felt like I fell off, um, like I was missing something. Um, for about a year, I was going with my two good friends, Ariel and Gio, and we would go hiking um, at a little preserve in Dallas, Texas called Cedar Ridge Preserve. And we had such a good time. Um, we would have conversations, but sometimes we were just walking silently in the quiet or sometimes, honestly, often with music. And I truly enjoyed it. I want It's something that I think everyone should experience. And I decided to bring our guest on today because she has a new organization. It's, it, well, it's not really new. She's been doing this for quite a minute, but I wanted to bring it to the audience because I know this is, I know I, uh, the audience is with a diverse p- group of people. You guys are shapes in different sizes and colors increase so many things in your life that make all of you beautifully unique. And Curvy by Nature is an outdoor initiative geared towards empowering the underrepresented outdoor person to go outside. It's a movement that's committed to providing safe, fun, and inclusive outdoor experiences. The founder of it is Bree Williams. Now, me and Bree met, um, uh, we met, oh my God, was it last year? Wow, it's been a long year. It was last year. But we met and I connected with her. And when I found out she was doing this, I was like, this is absolutely beautiful. She's having events in Dallas, Texas, and she's getting women outside. And uh, I think there's some plus size men as well, but she's trying to bring more inclusivity to the outdoor space. We had a great conversation and I would love to, would love for you guys to um, let me know what you think about it. We talked about things from body image, um, 
being outdoors, what the space has looked like and what we would like it to look like. It was a really great conversation and I can't wait for you all to hear it. I'll catch you on the other side. All right. Well, hi, Bree. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Well, uh, what time is it in Texas right now? Are you still in Texas? It's, I am still in Texas. It's it's 2.01. Okay. Is it hot? Because it's usually the hottest. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you see the face? Yeah, it's hot. Yes, it's a it's pretty toasty. You know, I, I plan to do this interview outside uh-huh. and I was like, nah, nah, who you trying to who you trying to impress? Oh, you were you were going with the whole theme of curvy by nature? Outdoors, outside, let the okay. sun hit me. Yeah, no. The way the temperature set up. Yeah, I'm sure. Last I checked somebody posted it was like one oh one in Dallas and that was like a breeze for them. Yeah, it's been like the last few days we've had high 90s, so it's felt pretty good. Okay. It's, it felt pretty good. That's good. Yeah, I that's something I don't miss at all. I love Texas for it, but I don't miss that that much. <laughs> it's heat. Mm-mm. Oh, man. So, Bree, so you are the founder of Curvy. So, it's Curvy by Nature because that's how I say it, or is it Curvy X Nature? No, you said it correctly. Yeah, it's curvy by nature. Do people sometimes get it mixed up and say curvy X nature or anything? Yes. Now I went through a little uh, rebranding a little over a month ago. And so we put the X there as, you know, like extreme adventure, but you know, curvy by nature. But um, yeah, I've been correcting folks, you know, I've been correcting, but you did amazing. Okay. Yeah. It's curvy by nature. That's how I saw it. I was like, okay. Clearly, it's not curvy X nature. I don't know what that would mean. So tell me a little bit about yourself as well as curvy by nature. Yeah, so uh, my name is Bree Williams. Mm-hmm. And in addition to being the founder of curvy by nature, I am also a speaker, a social worker and auntie. Um, I'm, I'm a blessed auntie. No kids, no kids yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about me? I'm from Funky Town, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Uh, I love going outdoors. This was not something that um, I always loved to do. It's a new passion that I discovered over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I enjoy going outdoors in my city, in my town, in your town, everybody's town. I just, I love being outside. Uh, and like I said a little earlier, I said I'm a speaker and auntie. So I have five niece and nephews, and then I have about three or four bonus niece and nephews. And I love kicking it, hanging outside with them too. And uh, my, I guess my professional background is that of social worker. So Mm -hmm. I get the, uh, I have the the opportunity to work in adoption and work with placing kids from trauma into adoptive families. So I'm just, I'm just doing a lot of things I love right now and I'm blessed to do it. That's That's a little bit about me. So what made you start um, Curvy by Nature? Because the last time I checked in with you, you were doing motivational speaking and teaching yoga. So when I saw Curvy by Nature, I was like, okay, this is pretty freaking cool. So I just wanted to know, like, how did, how did it start? Yes, I'll tell you. Um, Curvy by Nature actually started as a project called The Go Project. Mm-hmm. And Go stood for Go Outside. And that was 
strictly taken from me hearing my mama all those years of making us go outside and play and locking the door. And so I came up with the name. I'm like, I'm just going to call it the Go Outside Project. And it was a project that I started under uh, one of my pageant titles. So I was Miss All World Beauties Plus. Okay. Uh, 2018 had to have a platform, this thing that I would speak about and be an advocate for for the year. So I started the Go Project. And with that, I was just once a month trying to get people to come out and go hike with me. And it really grew into a passion. So after I gave up my title, gave up that crown, I kept the Go Project going. And last year, I changed it to officially become Curvy by Nature. Uh, but if I back, if I run it back even further, yes. in 2016, I took my very first trip to Denver, Colorado. Absolutely loved it. Beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. Um, oh my gosh, so yeah. pretty, so pretty. Uh, could barely make it on the little pretend hike that me and my friends uh, set out to do. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there was somebody in the group that made a little comment, that made a little rude comment about um, just getting more big people outside and getting them outdoors and seeing them hike and how funny that would be. And uh, I took that funny. comment, bebe, bebe. Funny, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I took that comment and I was like, you know, at the moment, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you, I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, fast forward some months and mm -hmm. I went out with one of my mentors at Cedar Ridge and fell in love with the outdoors. And I said, you know what? You're right. Let me encourage other people that look like me to come outside. Yeah. So, and guys, she's talking about Cedar Ridge Preserve now. That is one of my favorite places in Dallas to go. For about, I would say, a year or more, a friend of mine, Ari and Gio, we would go every single Saturday morning. Didn't matter the heat. If it was 100 degrees outside, we were there. That was, now we used to go to Waffle House afterwards and just completely hey. get rid of what we hey. did but we got the mental and spiritual clarity and that place is just yeah. such a gem such a gem. yes 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 and so, so yeah it started with hiking and now i get to incorporate the yoga piece into it nice so are you going to do more than just hiking have you thought about like kayaking or anything like that you know mm, you know, the kayaking, I put it on the list. I put it on the list because I'm challenging myself to also do things that I'm afraid of doing mm -hmm. and anything with water, I'm a little fearful, but I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing, I'm pushing. Okay. And I'm going to push and get those swim lessons so that if I fall off, I'll be okay. But in addition to the hiking, mm -hmm. um, there's yoga outdoors. So in my Curvy by Nature group, um, I host some free yoga sessions and it's me leading from out outside. Uh, I've been able to host a few pop-up like yoga sessions, but uh, you know, with the with the virus, you know, it kind of shuts some things, slows some things down. Yeah. Um, it'll be the hiking, the walking, yoga in the outdoors, um, and then coming in a few months, you'll also see Kirby by nature mm -hmm. with ATV trips, um, horseback riding, trail rides, all things outdoors, and then um, thinking about things that we can do that doesn't involve um, the abled body. We're also going to add things like stargazing, bird watching, um, creating your own bird feeders, uh, community gardening. So the the vision for Curvy by Nature is far and wide reaching, um, mm -hmm. and there are more things to come in addition to the hikes. 
That's so exciting. Um, especially I didn't even think about bird walking, not walking, bird watching or horseback riding or any of those things. Usually when you think of um outdoor activity, you think of people like climbing up mountains, people um hiking, running, or I don't know, fishing with their hands or something like that. So I wanted to ask you, so why do you think that um there's no like body diversity in outdoor activity. Yeah, I think, you know, there's, um, it's, it's slow moving because mm-hmm. there are, there are some different groups. There's like fat girls hiking, unlikely hikers. Um, I absolutely love girl trek. Um, of course, because it's all about getting healthy, uh, getting black women and girls outdoors and walking and healthy. But when I think about that body, diversity piece I just I think it's still an area where um, our society has a love affair with size mm-hmm. and quite how powerful is the Cox network so powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away connecting to remote operating room giving a whole new meaning to the term house call operation complete the Cox network with gig speeds everywhere it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Often we focus on what bodies can't do mm-hmm. um, versus, okay, what can I do right now? Mm-hmm. And I think just when I think about other industries, uh, I'm uh, a pageant girl. So even being a plus size pageant queen, um, that was something that, 15 years ago was wasn't very heard of yeah uh, but now it is and so I think that we're not seeing it simply because there are folks that, that the world doesn't like fat people um or bigger people um and I just think that that prejudice that has existed in other industries it's in the outdoor industry also um but the why behind it I other than um just Folks never really, you know, being fat is something that it's still okay to be a, it's still okay to, to make fat jokes. Mm-hmm. It's still okay to make um, um, fat be the punchline. Um, you know, there's not really too many people that jump down other folks' throats when there's something uh, wrong said about a body Yeah. Um, versus another, you know, another something, another label we could put on a group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I answered my why. I think there's a lot of why I think that I haven't seen the, the diversity. I think it's happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen it on a large enough scale, I believe. Yeah. But since I started um, this outdoor journey, uh, like I went zip lining a few weeks ago, I would have never done that last year. Uh, would have never done that. Even a few weeks ago, I wasn't sure I could do it because there's a weight limit. And quite, off, quite um, honestly, there's a weight limit um, and size limit on a lot of equipment and a lot of recreational, um, um, Activities, yeah. tools, tools, all of that equipment. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of that. And so, um, I'll keep rambling, look, but I think <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm seeing it now. So now that I am, I'm, I'm looking for those people and I'm looking for influencers and organizations, I'm seeing more diverse like bodies mm-hmm. out there. And it's even, like I said earlier, it's pushing me to think about the way I diversify the outdoors and what does body positive mean to me? I'm a plus size woman. I'm also an able-bodied woman. And mm-hmm. so what are some activities that I could do so that I can welcome other bodies and different mm-hmm. bodies? 
into the space. So what does body positivity mean to you? Because everyone has like a different, um, a different, I guess you can say definition. What does it mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it just, it body positive, Mm -hmm. um, means that you're welcoming, loving, and you're confident in the body that you have. Mm -hmm. And being grateful for the body that you have. And I think it gets kind of twisted when it's, it's, it's so hard to say that being grateful for the body, like for me, I'm grateful for the body that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the body I have. I'm confident in the body that I have to do certain things right now. Yeah. However, I want to see my body do different things. I do. I want to see my body um, look a little different. Yeah, that's part of my goals. I'm still body positive. I'm still welcoming this body and other bodies that might look like mine or might look different. Um, and so for me, that's that's what body positive is. I just think we get so hung up on body positive means I don't ever want to change anything mm-hmm. that's going on right now. And if I say I want to change something, that means I don't really like myself. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that I've had to I've had many discussions with people in my life about it. Um, it's not body positive if I want to make a change in my body because right now, like I'm, I'm not, I'm no, I'm nobody's twig. I'm not, but I don't want to be anybody's twig. But to me, I just want to be comfortable and happy in my body. And I know what that change means. And it doesn't mean that, um, to me, it doesn't mean that I'm not body positive and I don't see the positivity in all bodies. It doesn't mean that I have something bad to say. It's just that, I believe in um, being positive about the body that I, I'm in and accepting the bodies that other people are in. Who cares if I accept them or not? But having nothing to think about them at all because all bodies are beautiful. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, when you were speaking, I'm like, yeah, you said it so eloquently. I didn't think so, but okay. You did. You tied a bow on it. And I, yeah. So, um, so what are, so... I know that when I talk to people about like doing outdoor activity, I'll say, oh yeah, I love to go hiking. I love, I want to go do this. They're like, really? You ever, do you ever get that? Oh, all the time. And what, how all do you, how do you, how do you respond to that? Cause I'd be like, yeah, I do. I do. That's well, what. you know, now I, now I smile and I'll, and I'll, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I give them the jab, you know, I smile first and I uh, hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say first when I, so I decided to wear workout attire. I know that some, some viewers are going to see it. Some viewers will not see it, but I, I came prepared just in case. Yeah. Um, because two years ago when I would go out to Cedar Ridge, I wouldn't wear the sports bra top. That wouldn't happen. Um, because the first time I wore a sports bra out there and I was out running and doing my thing, a dude yelled out, ew, as I'm, as I'm like on the same track as you, same thing as you. I've had people come up to me, like, or if, if I've, um, you know, stopped because hiking is a beast. So if I've stopped and I'm taking a break, I've had folks stop and ask me, like, is this your first time? Good for you being out here. I can't and I'm like, baby, I'm a regular donor. I'm out here I'm all the time. As a matter of fact, I'm out here in addition to the other preserves and state parks and, and other parks that we have in our area. So it used to, first I was, taking aback, clutching pearls, and I was, you know, and um, just to keep it 100, I was a little insecure, mm-hmm. so I didn't really have much to say to someone, 
Mm -hmm. um, then it kind of grew to where I was ready to have a little attitude, like attitude was on 10. I'm ready. And I'm like, ugh. And that's when I would give a jab, you know, give them a jab with some words like, uh, duh, how often do you come out here? And then <laughs> I'm just going to tell you where I'm at now. I can't let anybody take me away from my peace when I'm outside now. That's right. Um, I have generalized, long, generalized anxiety disorder, i.e. one of the many random, I wouldn't say random, but one of the many anxiety disorders mm -hmm. that a practitioner has told me that I had about six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I know when I'm anxious and I know what out, what the, what the outdoors does for me. I know what movement in nature does for me. And so now when I see those people, especially if I'm in my element and in my groove, mm -hmm. I just smile and I hit them with, a, um, yeah, I do this often. Matter of fact, check out curvy by nature. Now I'll just bring them to my movement. Yeah. That's good. If they want to be supporters, if they want to be a part of it. That's um, good. Earlier, you said that outdoor experience being like a mental clarity and peace that happens. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel when I'm outside. And so for me, it's I, I can't let anybody take me out of that, even though there are still some ignoramuses. Yes, there are. That will question and ask or that try to um, qualify, you know, what I and, and the amazing people that are part of this movement do in the outdoors. capable of. Yeah, that, okay. That even reminds yeah. me of today I went to um I went to my I've been looking for a studio to go to, but finally the studios out here are open, yoga studios. And I went to a hot yoga today. And um people like afterwards I was like putting my um equipment away, my bolster away, and she goes, Oh, you know, is this your first time? I was like, No. And then what she say? She said, Oh, are you from America? Yeah, she goes, Oh, um, Google, I'm not talking to you. She was like, oh, you know, is this your first time? I was like, no. And she goes, how often do you practice? I was like, I'm actually a certified yoga teacher. Bam! <laughs> Bam! I <was> like, <laughs> I know. Oh. Like, don't make assumptions. Because your adjustments were off today, ma'am. You should have did a little better. Oh. I didn't do, oh. I didn't do that. Oh. I didn't do you that. Need to help her. Did you need to get her in the right? Is that what you're saying? Her adjustment wasn't. Did, did she need some help? Oh man! But um, I just think it's very interesting. And society has um, told us that larger bodies are disabled bodies and not cap not not disabled, but not capable bodies. And I yeah. think that I'm happy that you're doing what you're doing because there needs to be more representation of people who are doing what you're doing and showing that you can be whatever size and enjoy the outdoors. Because for one, being outdoors is like a sanctuary to the human body. Mm. We're supposed to go out there. I, I like I, Since I've been here, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but um, my friends laugh at me. Because I have plants now, and I name my plants. My plants are my children. I don't care what you say. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like found one day um, that the activity of like getting your hands and your body out in nature is in a, a, a practice called grounding. So it like releases. I think it has like negative ions in the dirt in the air that like detoxes like your body and your mental. It's just insane. So for people to like just think that um you can't like do xyz because of what you look like or even sometimes your skin tone because they oh, still yeah. can't swim 
Oh, yes. The outdoor industry has been a very white dominated industry and it's especially a very white, white male industry. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, there, I mean, there, I can't. And I wanted I, to ask you about that. Like, why don't you think, why, because even male dominance, why don't, why do you think that men are the main faces of outdoor activity? I think that's just um, another stereotype that is just carried on within mm -hmm. our society when we think about men being the ones outdoors, even if I think about them being the hunter gatherers and they're the ones that go out in the wilderness or they're the ones that go do these, these trips in the outdoors and um, um, just thinking about hunting and the sport of hunting, which I don't appreciate. But anyway, hunting, <laughs> the sport of hunting. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I just think that it's always been a space that's been very masculine. Mm -hmm. um, and just when I think about the way, um, just the different roles in our system, masculine <laughs> roles in our society, um, that says this is what men do. Um, and I'm just thinking men, there's so many layers to this, as you already know, you know, yeah. um, but when I think about men, it's just been a space, um, that's been for men and that boys get dirty and men get dirty and they go outdoors and they rough it. And this is, this is fun. And this is what they're expected to do. And then even when I think about it being white men, I mean, when we think about white people in this country, the country of the USA, at least, um, the outdoor space has been their space. Mm -hmm. It has been their space that um, after, you know, the pillaging and stealing and raping and, and renaming of land that belonged to other indigenous folks. Mm -hmm. I mean, not other, excuse me. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. Indigenous folks, um... <laughs> Just the way that our outdoors uh, has been treated, and it's been, I feel that it's been held captive for so long from so many people. Um, even the outdoor space, it hasn't been a, a space that's been very welcoming to Black people um, for the longest. And so when I think about the people that set up our society, the people that kind of set the initial conditions and the foundation, well, there's still that, that systemic racism in the outdoor world. <laughs> that's still there because we might we have a lot not not all but a lot of the same um, mentalities that are running these organizations that's kind of shaping the outdoor industry and that can say this is the face um, of the outdoors I have seen a shift uh, I've seen with REI partnering with Outdoor Afro just I, I can see the Outdoor shift Afro oh Outdoor Afro is uh, the largest nonprofit uh, organization that's dedicated to connecting African-Americans or Black people to mm -hmm. nature. 
that's where they meet nature. And so I, uh, yeah, when I, I joined Outdoor Afro some years ago, when I was first looking for groups and they host, they host a lot of different um, outdoor activities and different outdoor groups. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I met, started by RuMap, an amazing, amazing outdoor adventurous uh, champion. Just, she's amazing. Check wow. her out. Um, outdoor, they've also like summit some um, mountains. I think that they have hiked Kilimanjaro. Yeah, and so I've seen and looking at Outdoor Afro, looking at, there's another organization called Woe Travel that has a plus component. I've seen myself in pieces uh, of different organizations and movements and Mm -hmm. it helped inspire me to put all of it together with uh, Kirby by Nature. Because even going to some other groups, I found that they might be welcoming, but nobody else is 300 pounds and trying to make it up this. And no one else has to think about, will this equipment fit me? Mm-hmm. Will this cord, is this cord, uh, is the weight limit <laughs> like good with this cord, you know? Yeah. And so uh, anyway, I'll keep going, girl. I'll keep going. But I've, uh, these other amazing organizations mm-hmm. with amazing missions that are doing great work in the outdoor space and they're doing work to diversify the outdoor space. I have been taking little nuggets from from watching their movement and seeing how I can incorporate it into Kirby by Nature. but the original question was about it being a very white male space. Mm-hmm. And I think it has been because a lot of our spaces have been very white and male for a long time. And that's over and that's changing. You said it's over. Well, I shouldn't say that's over. Wait, in my mind, I'm like, see, no, you can say it's over. Yeah, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, it, it ain't all the way over. But in my mind, I'm like, it's over. That's over. Because oh, it's changing. Over. No. Because it's changing. It's changing. Yeah. Don't don't take that back at all. I it's over. Yeah, it's over. Don't- and you're fine. You don't feel like you're rambling. You are just dropping dimes all over the place. You're doing good. So other than um, what did you say was Afro Outdoors? Outdoor Afro. Outdoor yeah. Afro. Outdoor who Afro. Are who else have you been like? I guess paying attention to, as far as like um, definitely that Woe Travel. Mm-hmm. Woe Travel is an organization. It was founded by uh, a few women. I think it was two two or three they were like best their friends and wow. they got together and wanted to have an adventure company for women um i thought it was really cool and they have a plus division they have a plus division if you will mm-hmm. um where they it's it's all curvy women that get together and you go hike kilimanjaro you hike in um, machu picchu like they have these huge hiking trips and so i'm working my way up there i'm working my way up there because that elevation it gets you it will get you i'm sure you had no joke denver i'm sure you had a little bit of piece of it in denver just i just a little piece you know a little all i get is as my daddy would say a little ski taste just a little ski taste of it um because yeah the elevation i gotta work my way to go to one of their trips though but i'll be there okay because I haven't even, um, I've thought about Machu Picchu, but I never thought about hiking it. Because I know the site itself is pretty high up and it's elevated. Mm-hmm. So, so hiking it, I can. Now I have hiked, I did hike um, the Great Wall of China. Come um, on. That was an experience. Uh, somebody next to me, she threw up. Uh, so, wow. yeah. But wow. you know, she, she didn't eat, but she, but she still threw up. It was quite an experience, but when we got there, when I tell you, I didn't even, I, I took two pictures and I was ready to go, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was like, let's go, let's go. Y'all told me we were taking a cart up this mountain. 
Somebody done told you wrong. A lie. A full lie. No, oh it's all a lie. So I watched one of your yoga sessions, right? Okay. Um, the one I think it's your most recent one you had on the all red sweatsuit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you said one thing that I heard you say was um I wrote it down. You said Uh-oh. leave it on the mat. For one, explain what leave it on the mat means, but also tell me what would be like the equivalent equivalent of leave it on the mat for someone who's who goes outdoors because not a lot of people see the value in it. So Okay. Um, so leaving on the mat just means, um, I think, well, when I think about yoga and when I tell, um, my participants to leave it on the mat, um, the things that you might be stressing about, the things that occupy your mind in that space where it looks like everyone else is in this beautiful tree pose and maybe your mind is wandering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm saying leave it on the mat, I mean, leave that, the, the, the thoughts, the, the um if there are insecurities if there are other issues that are waiting for you just leave all that junk there almost i like to imagine that as i sweat throughout yoga uh, throughout my yoga session all of that i'm shedding and i'm sweating out all of the yuck and the guck and the mess and the stress that's been bothering me and i just leave it there it's all it's a it's a nice space where i can take it off and i'm like i can just leave it there for right now i'm gonna walk away from it and start the rest of my day um, and that session in particular is one um, that I call sunrise yoga, although the sun is already up. <laughs> the sun is just about up by the time we start, but it's early in the morning. morning. And uh, if anybody's like me, but when I wake up, my mind is already full of all the other things I need to do for that day or that I didn't do or whatever I took to bed with me that night. So when I practice in the morning, um, leaving it on the mat is pretty important so I can start the rest of my day. And when it comes to being outdoors, the equivalent to leaving it on the mat or leaving it out in nature um, is to take a moment to to pause and do the same shedding, like the same shedding. Um, and when I say pause, so I have some friends that love the outdoors for workout purposes only. Mm. They're like, no, Brianna, I'm not going to sit out in the middle of the yard just because and talk to the birds. Like that's that's me. Mm-hmm. That's, and sometimes I'll go to the trail simply because I want to be there and not yeah. for a fitness, you know, perspective reason. Yeah. So if you are going for fitness reasons, which is absolutely great, Deb, um, <laughs> I just encourage you to pause at some point, you know, pause at some point when you're on that trail, um, when you're out there in nature and just take a mental snapshot of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And that can be your space where you where you start to shed or leave on the mat all of the yuck and gunk and mess and the stress that you carried with you outdoors. And it might look like you speaking it out loud. It might look like you saying, you know what? I've been stressed about my kids this week. I've been stressed about that boy. He has lost his mind. I think he wants me to knock him out. I'm going to leave it right here. (laughs) It might look like you speaking it out. Um, It might look like you turning your music off for about half of your time out there and really connecting and just listening to the words. I found this last, uh, I went to Eagle Mountain Lake, uh, Eagle Mountain Park, Mm -hmm. which is also a lake in Fort Worth, Texas, and went there Friday morning. And I I started with my music in my ear and then I just decided to stop. I turned it off. I was like, no, no music today. Yeah. 
I'm only going to listen to what's happening outdoors. Also, there's wildlife out there, so it is pretty good to listen. Um, so you'll run up on some animals. You know, you'll run up on some animals that work. You know, you scare them, they scare you, and then y'all both scared. Ah, so uh, yeah, it may look like leaving them, leaving it out there with just connecting with what's going on, listening for the sounds, mm-hmm. um, and that takes your mind to another place. Will it happen each time? Uh, it might. It's up to you. It's up to the person. And that leaving it all is going to look different each person also. Okay. Now, do you, when you come back home from being outdoors, do you feel like you smell like outside? Oh, straight outdoors. Not even outside. I smell like outdoors. Outdoors. Y'all know that smell. No. I bring it with me. And then I like to do stuff like run errands right after I've done my stuff outdoors. Mm-hmm. I know people be like, my vibes are real low because I know I was funky and you can't, don't, don't notice me right now because I look, funky, yes, but the I'm funky not, real. Yes, it gets really real. So, um, <laughs> I have, uh, what do you call it? I have hiking sticks. So tell me, what are they for? I know what they're for, but like, can you yeah. like explain that and explain it to me? Yeah, your hiking poles are to help you when you're going on some very rocky or some very rough terrain. Um, you can get you can get really a under for under twenty five dollars. You can get a pair from Walmart. I think Walmart carries the outdoor brand, mm-hmm. uh, but they can adjust for your height. They're also really good if you. Um, My mom has she's she's downstairs vacuuming, and. <laughs> When she vacuums, she likes to start playing Return of the Mac on repeat. So I had to stop that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I was like, Ma, she was like, what is wrong? I was like, just stop with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> return of the, okay. Please, please. Because <laughs> she plays it on loop. She plays it on repeat. Is that her? That's her cleanup song. You said not right now. Not right now. <laughs> you said not today. Girl. Every weekend we're turning the Mac for at least two hours. At least <laughs> on repeat. And I'm like, what are you are you trying to tell me something? Because you are a married woman. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to understand why is the return of the Mac what keeps happening? Thank you. I play some dining McClurkin. Something. No, she said she's got air. Turn up. See, now it's gonna be stuck in my head. You're welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh man, where were we? Okay. Jeez, what did I just ask you? Uh, what did you just ask me? You're talking about hiking sticks. Oh, the sticks. You asked me what they were for. Yes, <laughs> you were oh, like. They're great from ro- uh, rocky surfaces to keep your balance. Yeah, yeah. When you're, yeah, w- when you're out in the, su- yeah, rocky surfaces, if the terrain is a little rough, it can help you. Um, they're really good when you're going up an incline and um, gives you another, you know, piece of support. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that now, I've had to explain this to people, as an expert, do you think that it means that you are like less capable or you're not doing, you're not able to do it? Um, if you use a hiking stick? No, I think it means that you're um, you're smart. 
No, I, I just do. I think it's with anything when I think that we get caught up. Um, I mean, and there are some people that don't need it. You know, now when I go out to Cedar Ridge, mm. I can hike any trail out there mm. at Cedar Ridge Preserve and not use my sticks. I've gone to Eagle Mountain Lake enough times. Well, there's there's only a few places where I would think I would need them anyway. Mm. But I've gone out there enough and I'm comfortable and my ability has gotten better. I've improved. So I don't need it there. Mm. But there's a there's a little trail and Mar- at where is this at? At Samson Park and Marion Samson Park in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. That trail is called the Lone Wolf Trail. I started on it, almost slipped the doop, did the scoop the doop. Yeah, almost slipped. Okay. Um, and I said, Oh, okay, next time I'll bring my little poles. Oh, okay, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> so, no, I don't think it means, I mean, yeah, there are some, there are plenty of people that have um, this outdoor elitist attitude. That, that you know might scoff and might be like why do you need that you don't actually need it whatever bump those people changing the narrative if you need hiking sticks or hiking poles you better take them with you yeah i would rather see someone be able to complete it safely and feel comfortable enough to complete it safely than to someone to try it without embrace because it. you don't want to look like oh i need some help mm-hmm you're going to need some help when you twist that ankle. That's right. That's very true. Very world. true. And, it's, and I've learned that too, like even with yoga, I'm, I, that's my activity, but the blocks, I used to feel like, oh, I don't want to use the blocks because, you know, it looks like I can't do it. No, no, no. For one, sometimes I need the length and sometimes I need the space. So mm-hmm. whenever I go or I'm at home, I have my blocks with me. And no yeah. shame about it. It doesn't mean I'm doing it any less or anything like that. It just means that I'm I'm using the blocks today for safety precaution and because I'm keeping it real with my body. And I I think that to me, that's another form of being positive about your body, understanding that you don't have to make it uncomfortable to do what you wanted to do. Oh, yes. Sound bite. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to be uncomfortable to do what you want to do. Yes. I should have been taking notes so that I can add all these to my little website later. <laughs> Let me get my pen in. Oh my God, Bree. <laughs> you think I'm playing? I'll put hyphen T.R. Burns. Yes, please. Just quote me. That's I'll cool. quote you. Just quote <laughs> me. That was cool. So, um, so today we're this like in 2020 have been 2020 has been five years long um and uh, i just wanted to know if you if you don't know the podcast is about keeping your sanity in an era of staying woke so like learning information and like keeping your sanity sometimes people can't do both because anxiety um but know how are you balancing your sanity these days these days going outside in all honesty and i looked over here because that's where my window is Mm -hmm. um honestly going outside and spending time um in nature away from people Mm -hmm. um away from people people in nature so meaning so for me when i say go outside it, it may look like literally sitting in in the middle of the backyard for about 10 or 15 minutes by myself the only beings I am okay with when I'm in that space are animals. <laughs> so like the birds, 
little insects, my dog, I'm cool. English, but yeah. uh, I'm also, uh, I'm pretty like almost 70% an introvert. Mm. And so I really recharge when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I love doing things outdoors with other people. And I love leading the hikes and different things. But like the other day, I needed to be outside just to recharge by myself. I, I work in a very white space. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I work in a conservative space. I live in a conservative county. I <laughs> all of these different things that I'm just throwing out here, which would I'm sure maybe a listener's like, what is that? Well, then what does that mean? But why does that affect it? All these things I'm saying affect my anxiety day <laughs> throughout the week. Um, and then also just, um, you know, I um, 2020 has been crazy. I lost a, a, a cousin. I lost a, a first cousin throughout this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um custody when I lost their cousin um it's been a lot of different things a lot of uh, familial challenges this year uh professional challenges a lot of different things all this stuff um that impacts me and I I can only remain sane when I go outside and I have noticed about myself that when I am in a very low space when I am feeling very anxious mm-hmm. um or when I don't like to lightly use the word depression or say depressed, but when I am in a space where I'm just feeling very low and very down and I don't want to go outside. My therapy calls it like you're a depressive mood. My therapist says it's a depressive mood. mood, Yeah. When I'm, when I'm there, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to get sun. Um, I do things to avoid the outdoors. So when I see myself heading there mm-hmm. and whenever I get the feeling of, I don't want to go outside, I don't want to be out there, then I know, uh-uh, you're not, you're not balancing or not, there's not a rhythm going. I don't have a good rhythm going with my life. So uh, yeah, I balance being sane by getting outdoors and getting away from people, even if it's just taking my coffee or my lunch, my breakfast, my drink, or my drink, <laughs> whichever one, whether it's my drink or my drink, <laughs> I gotta spend some time outside. And so, yeah, it it I don't it does something to me. The sun, the sun, the clouds, the grass, it just it does something. To vitamin me. D, girl. Well, so that is actually it. Is tell tell the people how they can find you. Boom! You can find me at iambriewilliams.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, forward slash curvy by nature that'll take you directly to the curvy by nature page i'm on facebook and on instagram at curvy by nature that's c-u-r-v-y-x nature okay mm-hmm. uh either one of those either one of those and then brie williams on everything else brie williams on facebook brie williams on instagram <laughs> i am brie williams.com you know if you can remember brie williams and curvy by nature you'll find me baby okay and where do you want to see Curvy, Nat- Curvy by Nature next year? Next year? Yeah. Ah! Oh my gosh. Curvy by Nature will will be the premier uh, outdoor recreation <laughs> uh, nonprofit. It will. It will be. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Where do I want to see Curvy by Nature? I have all these things where I want to see it. Um, I thought you were going to tell me five years, so I had this long five-year plan out. 
Um, okay, shoot. I, I usually do five years, but one year is always more interesting. So tell me about five one years. year is more interesting. So let's just stick with one year. We'll stick there. Okay. Uh, but I see it. I see a year from now. Um, the five hundred one c three will have been up and running for several months at that time. Um, a year from now, we're getting ready to go on our first curvy my nature retreat. Yeah, our first curvy my nature retreat, um, mm-hmm. which is an exclusive offer for women. Here's the thing: I do want to. I, I know I've mentioned a lot. You've heard me talk about curvy by nature being a movement to for mm-hmm. um, diversifying the outdoor space. I've talked a lot about being plus size and being curvy. Uh, I create that space so that other people with bigger bodies will feel comfortable. But I welcome all supporters, all supporters of all bodies into curvy by nature. And I want to say that because the retreat is something that is for all of my supporters. So anyway, there'll be an amazing retreat that'll combine yoga and mindfulness and meditation and an adventurous hike with a campfire at the very end. And so that's where Curvy by Nature will be next year. This beautiful, exclusive experience for 10 very, very lucky people. Oh, just 10 people? Just 10. Just 10. That's fair. I kind of like that. Yeah, first group is just, just 10. Okay. Well, Bree, thank you. Um, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to pause it. Well, I'm going to pause it and then we can keep talking. Hang on one second. All right, that is the show. I know you guys enjoyed it. I enjoy listening to it myself. Remember, you don't have to make your body uncomfortable for it to do something that you want it to do. Remember to hit Brie up at Curvy by Nature on all social media platforms. That is actually Curvy X Nature on all social media platforms. You can actually email me now. The show has its own email at contacttforthequeen at gmail.com. Everything on social media is at tforthequeen. And if you want to reach out to us by the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash tforthequeen. I'm actually dropping the video version of this podcast and it was, it's actually a little longer and we had some fun on this um, particular episode. I know you guys will enjoy it. If you want to see it, check it out at the Patreon. Um, remember to rate, to review and share this podcast. My name is Tierra Burns. Thank you guys so much for listening to your show today. Remember to stay woke, stay well and stay th- powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.
The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. From sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org.